Hello and welcome to another episode of SP Nation. As always, I'm your host, Scott Piper, because you cannot have SP Nation without the SP. Today's episode is going to probably be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, I've been doing an extreme amount of work for my upcoming new podcast, Full Motion. Um, Just getting everything ready for the launch of that series, which will be on February 5th, 2021. Um, It has a YouTube channel set up finally, which is, um, I believe it's YouTube slash Full Motion. There's a small, uh, about minute 30, um, like a little teaser trailer on it. Um, and how that's going to actually end up working is I'm going to be releasing the podcast version. Well, they're both podcast versions. Um, I'm going to be recording the audio version and then releasing the audio version, uh, through anchor before the YouTube version comes out because I didn't want to make a YouTube version of the show just, you know, just kind of a blank screen with me talking about the subject for um, around an hour time period or whatever. So the YouTube edition is going to have all sorts of little um, pictures on it of the subject for the week. Um, They have some old timey video grained in not a hundred percent sure about that yet. Um, so it's going to be a phenomenal podcast. It's going to be a phenomenal show is all about classic ocean liners, classic forms of transportation. Um, the very first episode, well, I'd say the first two, they, the first couple episodes, it's going to be about the Titanic. Um, because it, it is such a huge subject and ah, there's so much I've learned about that ship, uh, doing all the research, writing everything out about that ship that I just didn't know about. And I, th- I think a lot of people are going to be surprised about things that went on on board the Titanic, um, how certain things were conducted and just stuff that it wasn't, it obviously wasn't put into the James Cameron movie because I mean, this, let's be completely fair. That movie was literally mainly about Rose and Jack in the first place. So, um, it is just kind of like it, the Titanic was a backdrop until it sunk. Then it was like, Hmm, you know, there was something pretty interesting about that ship. Wasn't there? So it's, uh, definitely going to be really cool to get into, Looking forward to presenting it. Um, still working on getting all the other websites and everything set up for it. And one thing that I actually found out when I was building the YouTube account is uh, if you want to contact me personally for Full Motion or SP Nation, I use Yahoo emails. <laughs> so I didn't know that you couldn't create a YouTube account without a Gmail password. So I ended up having to set up an entire new Gmail account for um, just for YouTube, which I was like, 
that was a complete pain in the ass. But anyways, a lot of good stuff coming out. Uh, today's episode, like I said, it's going to be a little bit shorter because I've still got a crap ton of work to do, but I still want to record something. I got, I got a few updates. Firstly of all, last week I had mentioned that I had bought and got, bought and been, no, I purchased. There we go. Success, people. Words. Anyways, I purchased uh, Cyberpunk 2077 for PlayStation 4, and I got it pretty much half off. And um, if you remember last week's episode, I was waiting on it to download and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I waited some more. And then I noticed that I had been literally downloading updates for two days for that game to actually get caught up to speed because of the amount of patches that uh, CD Projekt Red released for that game. <clears throat> but I've got it downloaded, and I've got it working, and I've played it, and it's a very cool game. Um... I I uh, kind of compared the concept to Ready Player One, where you can modif- kind of modify who you are and what you do, and that was a huge mischaracterization of Cyberpunk 2077. I've only played about two and a half hour, two to three hours of it, so I'm not really deep into the story. Um, I really <clears throat> just did like the first mission or two um maybe three missions i'm not totally sure um it's a really cool game it looks amazing when it's running um the only problem that i had with it was um i was going through a corridor and i did a quick spin around to test to make sure if everything was going to stay in one piece or whatever and uh, the frame rates did drop down really low, but um, they picked back up really quickly. And um, I entered the car that I was using, and it kind of froze for a minute when I like got in the car. Uh, but then it, it didn't stop or freeze up. Like I, I haven't had really any problems playing the game, so I, I'm not sure how far people have gotten into the game before that they've actually experienced like glitches and stuff like that. So, uh, so far three hours into it, really good game, really fun. Not a lot of errors. Um, as far as what the game is like, I would actually kind of visually like it reminds me visually of Blade Runner. It has that, 80s I'm not sure if it's neo punk or it's it's not cyberpunk I don't think but it's um it definitely reminds me visually of Blade Runner for sure um I haven't run into like Johnny Silverhand or anything like that I haven't done anything major all the cars that I've seen in the video game look so awesome looking there's so much you can do on there 
Um, still trying to figure out a lot of things, but yeah, it. I, I can't wait to actually have some more free time to actually sit down and play it some more. But that's the update on that. If anything else happens to it, I'll probably just tweet about it at SP Nation Five. Which, if you're not following the Twitter, I don't know what you're doing because it's kind of important for, to follow the Twitter because you'll stay up to date on everything like when the show's coming out, what the show topic's going to be, and all that good stuff. Um, Another update. I had mentioned last week that I was catching up on The Clone Wars on Disney+, and that I hadn't quite finished this last season. I was like, right... Well, I don't even know how far I can run this for anybody. I was about three episodes left three or four episodes left of the series. I'd gotten into pretty much the end of the show and man, what an ending. Oh my gosh. If you haven't watched star Wars clone wars, I highly suggest you do it because that ending was so rough because if you know anything about star Wars, you know how you know what happens in star Wars episode three, you know, what's coming in the show but when it happens you know you just feel so bad over again like i was just like no don't do it but um yeah it's definitely a great series i'm so glad i actually sat down and finished it and paid attention to it instead of just having it on in the background while i do other stuff so uh, bravo to Dave Filoni, who was the producer of that show. And he also produced uh, Star Wars Rebels. And I want to say he did some stuff with Star with The Mandalorian. But the question is, why the freaking hell did we give Rain Johnson a Star Wars movie for him to shit on it so bad? But we didn't give Dave Filoni a Star Wars movie in this dude? has some of the best well-received Star Wars media ever. Like, he brought back freaking Darth Vader. He brought back uh, Darth Maul. He brought out... He fleshed out Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker. He fleshed out everything. And then on Rebels, he brought back freaking Thrawn. No one expected that to happen. And he brings back Thrawn. He brings back... Darth Maul on there as well. He brings old Obi-Wan Kenobi in for a few episodes. He brought Lando in. He brought... He brings so much to the Star Wars um, media empire thing that it's like, why why would you not give him a Star Wars movie to do? Like, it blows my mind. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm kind of getting over a cough or whatever. Um... Also, since I had Disney Plus back, um, I checked out WandaVision, the first three episodes. Um, I I like it. It's definitely different from anything else superhero related. I don't want to get into it too much because there is only three episodes. And um, if you know anything about the series, um, visually... The first two episodes, they feel so 1950s. I Love Lucy. Um, slight Andy Griff- Griffith. Um, 
what's that what's the other show that i was thinking of um a little bit i dream a genie in there as well like it's got that sitcom 50s comedy feel to it and they do a fantastic job of pulling that vibe off um and you know sometimes when you set a tv show in a certain decade visually it kind of looks like it like if you set like a show in the 60s or 70s it can look like the 60s and 70s but it doesn't necessarily feel like the 50s or 70s um WandaVision, I felt it felt like you could turn it on in the 1950s and that would be on TV. It would be uh, it would be right up there with, like I said, I Love Lucy or whatever. So it, they did a fantastic job with it visually and keeping it set so different from everything like that. And when something catches you off guard, you're like, wait a minute. What what happened here? And then you have to rewind it back a few seconds um episode three of the show it kind of visually moves forward to i'd say a brady bunch type feel like the camera filter feels very brady bunch the coloring everything feels very uh you know time centric 70s late 60s um and it's just very good. I would definitely check it out. I really hope the payoff for that show is as great as I think it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a fantastic show. Um, on the other hand, I really absolutely got some amazing upcoming people that's going to be on the show in the next few weeks. Um, definitely looking forward to a bunch of these interviews. Like I've got around four or five guests coming on over the next few weeks to hopefully really spice up the show a little bit. Um, I have just been so sidetracked, like I said, with full motion coming out that I've actually been thinking about canning uh, Crypt Script because, I mean, for the amount of work that I've put into these first couple episodes for Full Motion, it, it's there's no way that I could legitimately sit down and say, look, I, I can do this on two different shows twice a week by myself, especially with editing, uh, researching, writing scripts out, um, editing films, all this stuff like that. I just don't know if I can do it for two shows unless maybe I can get a co-host for Crip Script who can pick up a lot of that side work. So um, I know I said I was going to relaunch it towards kind of the end of the year the end of the month but i just i don't see it happening solo i would say so i don't know we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens with that but as as far as right now crypt script is so far on the back burner it's sitting in a pot on the side of the oven so 
Um, I may come to an, a decision later on to bring Crypt Script back, but right now it's it's being put on ice like Captain America, which I, I think that's the best course action for the show right now. But um, I wanted to get into a little bit of a subject today because I it, it was announced two days ago, I believe, that the WWE Network was going to be combined with Peacock, which if you don't know, Peacock is a another stream service. I believe it's owned by CBS, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, NBC, Universal. So, uh, the WWE Network has essentially, they signed a multi-year deal to put the WWE Network onto Peacock, which kind of, to me, is a little bit irritating because, once again, that's going to be another stream service that you have to pay for. When Disney Plus announced their stream service, I was really cool with it because at the time it was with uh, Hulu, which I prefer Hulu over Netflix personally because Netflix just feels at one time they felt really cool because you had the office on there. You had like all the Power Rangers on there. You had um, just you had a lot of good stuff on there and then like slowly they've gotten more to where it's Netflix originals, like say uh, the toys that made us, which I highly recommend the toys that made us. If you uh, have, if you want a real nostalgia trip or if you were just a toy fan in general or a pop culture fan in general, it's a very cool show that kind of says like, Oh, this is how this toy is made. This is the story behind He-Man. This is the story behind uh, Transformers. It's it's a really cool episode, and you don't have to be like, you know, this geeky person to enjoy it. But um, then you have like Stranger Things on there, which I'm not 100 percent sure if I mentioned or not. But um, for whatever for the stuff like I like to watch. I mean, I, I, I like watching Cheers. I love watching I Love Lucy, Star Trek, um, stuff like that. But then it gets me thinking, if I want to watch Star Wars, okay, well, that's part of, you know, Disney. Um, not, if I want to watch anything Disney, it's on the Disney Channel. Star Trek, it's on Hulu. It's also on CBS. Uh, all access, which that is also becoming, I believe, Paramount Plus, which I think they're going to have a bunch of stuff on their own. Um, not, uh, I haven't really looked into Paramount Plus, but I know CBS All Access is turning into Paramount Plus, and they have a few more Star Trek shows planned for that. Um, I liked Picard a lot, and up to up to the end of season two, I liked Star Trek Discovery. Um, but I wasn't really, I liked it, but I wasn't a diehard fan of it. I didn't think it was like the greatest show on earth. 
and it, it's partly because of the visuals of the show. Like, there's no way in hell that any of those ships visually are supposed to take place before the Enterprise that Captain Kirk was on. And they even show a updated and slightly different version of the same Enterprise. And that ship looks beyond beautiful. Trust me. I love that version. That's, I'd say that's my number two, number three top spot. Maybe even tying for number one of my personal all-time favorite Enterprises. But at the same time, from a visual standpoint, a technology standpoint, it is so not supposed... It does not fit like 10 years before uh, the original Star Trek series. And I know so many freaking people complained about that with Star Trek Enterprise back in 2001, I believe is when it came out, where they're like, oh, how in the hell is this supposed to be set before the Enterprise? Why does this look so advantage? It's like, it doesn't look that bad. Like, when you go back and watch Star Trek Enterprise, which I remember when that was kind of on TV, I was like, oh, this is kind of lame compared to the original or whatever. And then I went back years later and I'd say it was like two years ago. I actually sat down and started watching Star Trek Enterprise and it's a pretty good show. Like it's got some really great moments on there. And that Enterprise in XO1, it looks like a proper pre uh, original series Enterprise. Because the thing is, it's it's got surface panels here and there. It's got stuff like that. It's got a very... And if you know anything about Star Trek, it looks like the Akira from Star Trek First Contact. And if you guys don't know anything about Star Trek, uh, this does not matter at all to you. <laughs> and I'm a, very apologetic. But um, this is a pop culture podcast, so... I mean, what are you going to do? We talk about pop culture here. Um, but just visually, the NXL one just looks so much better. And even before that, other ships that are Federation based, it definitely looks precursor to the smoothed out, very majestic looking NCC 1701 original Enterprise. So that gets a pass. But Discovery, in my pat, my personal opinion, does not get that pass because it's set so close to the original series. And I don't care that they tried to whip it out and dress it up and everything like that. It's like, canon-wise, it doesn't look the same at all. Those Klingon vessels on that ship don't look anything that any Klingon has ever rolled around in. Not in Star Trek Next Generation, Deep Space Nine. They weren't really on Voyager, so there's nothing to, compa- to uh, compare it to. Uh, even on the other pre, the pre-original series Enterprise, there was nothing that stupid looking on that show. And even on the Star Trek Online video game, there's nothing that looks that ridiculous on there. Everything's very consistent. But I think it's just... So many people who watch like Star Wars are going, 
oh, Star Trek's so boring, yada, yada, yada. And then Star Trek people come out and like, you know what? We're going to change up the entire look of this show. We're going to make it more, you know, we're going to make it more exciting. We're going to make it more action-y. We're going to change the look of this and this. We're going to make the fans happy about sci-fi. And they don't want that. They want something different from super destructive weapons and space battles and everything else. They want actual story. And that's the thing that a lot of people in Hollywood do not fucking understand for some reason. And it's just like, dude, you see what happens when you throw massive space battles in, massive CGI in, and expect a great movie when you don't write a freaking script. I mean, not a lot of people liked the last two Star Wars movies because oh, this doesn't make sense, or you have to read like five books, or you have to read an obscure comic book, or to even understand what the freaking pre, like the beginning movie monologue, you know, where it says the dead speak. You don't know what the hell that means unless you're playing a Fortnite game. Like, I know that we live in a time where everything is so multimedia there's so much different things like even with me i'm releasing a podcast you know through anchor that goes on spotify it goes on google podcast it goes on breaker it goes on pocket cast radio republic it goes on all these different media fronts and now that i'm getting ready to release another podcast it's going to all those media types Plus, it's going on YouTube itself. And eventually, I'm going to try and get it released on Pandora and iTunes to get more subscribers and followers. But it's one solid story. It's not where I'm releasing part of it as a YouTube video and the rest of it as a podcast where I tell you to watch or listen to the podcast first. And then you're like, well, what the hell is he talking about? Because how, how did he get to this point when he just started the thing? You're very confused. And that's one of those times where multimedia does not work at all. And, um, you know, it does happen occasionally when something gets mentioned kind of as an inside joke on one form of media. And then on another form of media... They reference it and you're like, well, you know, what are they talking about or whatever? Because um, actually a good example of this. Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Good Mythical Morning um, and Red and Link. And I also listen to their podcast, Ear Biscuits. I watch Good Mythical More and I watch um, Mythical Kitchen with Josh I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in all of their content. So when something is referenced in an episode of, say, Good Mythical More, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. But it, out of context, you're like, ha, that's funny. It's Good Mythical More. It's Red and Link. You know, it's awesome. But if you don't know the context of it, then you're like, 
well, what, what, is, what does that mean? Until it pops up later on. And then you, you somewhere in your mind, it's like plugging a cord into a socket. You're like, oh, I get that now. That's what that's from. You know, I just feel like Star Wars did it so piss poor with um, the last Rise of Skywalker or whatever it is. Um, which, personally, I liked that movie. Pieces. I loved having Palpatine back and him being this ultra feared guy. I love the idea of the stormtrooper fleet being back, but I don't ever remember there actually being any Imperial stormtroopers in the sh- in the movie. Though they were all First Order officers, so that could have also been explained. Like, oh well, you know, back in the day. Palpatine was like, this was like an emergency set aside in case something happened and yada, yada, yada. Well, that would have been great to explore in the film, but in order to get to that explanation, you have to go and read like three different comic books. You have to read the graphic novel. You have to get the book on tape that explains some deep secret and all this other stuff. And it's just like, I kind of showed you're making a, very incomplete story that you have to go in later and fill in, which as big of a property as star Wars is, that should never have happened. But, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and wrap this episode up. So don't go anywhere, which it's not like you can anyway. Ha 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 ha. All right. We are back. Um, I guess I'm the only one that's really back because it takes how, how I do it is I set things up a little bit differently where I will take my break, get get a splash of water and then click back on here to finish up the episode. Anyways, just a little behind the scenes knowledge for you. Um, what was I even talking about? Story and completions. And actually, this wasn't even originally the topic that I was choosing for uh, today's kind of mini topic or whatever. I guess I just kind of ended up ranting. Um, Where was I even going with that? Oh, well, it was originally the WWE Network game put on Peacock. Anyways, whatever. I'm just a little bit irritated at the fact that everything... And everyone seems to have their own stream network now. And it's just like, it feels like media and the entertainment industry in general has just completely shifted directions in the last two years. And especially last year with COVID. Um, So like movie theaters were pretty much just they were just murdered last year for like, cause of COVID they all shut down at the same time. They all, they still haven't really opened up at least where I'm at the movie theater that I used to go to all the time. They only open like one, maybe two days a week. And they're obviously not making a crap ton of money from it. And the thing that sucks about that is they had just renovated the entire theater. 
they had just put in a bunch of those like really comfy recliner chairs um, that are just basically like big lazy boys. But it's like now it just I, I would I wouldn't necessarily want to go into a theater because I'm sure they have to clean all the seats and everything. But at the same time, a little wipey wipe here and there. It, it's like it's like when at Walmart. When you do the self-checkout, um, they got to the point where they were wiping down all the self-checkout lanes extremely quickly. They would tell you to, you know, hey, hold on a second so I can wipe this down, and then you can check out, do the little wipey wipe, and then go back to it. And then last few times I've been to Walmart, they said, screw it, go check out and get out of my site because they were just, you know, busy and everything, which... I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Walmart anyway, but at the same time, it's like, you know, this is the reason why we can't kill COVID completely because we're not disinfecting everything or people are going to the store without masks still, which pisses me off every single time I see someone in the store and they're just walking around like they're God's perfect gift, not wearing a mask. It's like, do you, do you not remember last year? Do you not remember having to stay home all summer long and most of the, well, all spring long and most of the summer and then start getting high numbers in winter because you freaking people who go out without masks on thinking you're all big and bad and everything, you get sick, you spread disease. Or people who actually stayed home got sick when they went out because their immune system had been compromised because they were at home and they got sick. Well, when you still go out all the freaking time without a mask on, guess what? You're still at the chance of either getting someone sick because of whatever you have or you're more likely to get sick because you're not wearing a mask. And then when you get COVID or, you know, I don't know, like a cold or, you know, the flu or something. And you're like, why did it happen? It's like you weren't fucking wearing a mask, you idiot. God. People just kind of irritate me, if you can't tell, on this episode. <laughs> And, and like I said, this was not originally going to be the point of today's episode because I, I don't even remember what the original point of today's episode was at this point. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. Um, oh. Oh, oh, oh. If you were not, if you're not a football fan, which that's. Okay, I guess with you, but uh, if you're not a football fan, go ahead and close your ears at this point. Um, the last two regular games of the play, well, the last two playoff games was last Sunday, and it was Green Bay Packers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then it was the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm a huge Patrick Mahomes fan, and I was so glad that they um, made a Super Bowl. It was a good game. Um, I definitely applaud the Bills 
for, you know, doing an amazing job this year. Like, man, the Bills dominated at the end of the year. Like, I I really wish uh, they hadn't been in the same division with the uh, Chiefs, though. But, God, I wish <sighs> I wish Josh Allen had been able to beat the crap out of Tom Brady. Oh, man. So, um, I definitely want to congratulate all the Chiefs fans and uh, Patrick Mahomes and the entire team for making it back to Super Bowl again. Because, man, I've been a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes since he's got since he got in the league. And I always thought he was going to be a phenomenal quarterback. And I think he's really going to be the new face of the AFC. And especially if he puts that ass clown Tom Brady in the retirement home this year, which I really hope he does because I'm so sick of Tom Brady. To death. It doesn't even matter if he's a Patriot. It doesn't matter if he's a Buccaneer. I cannot stand Tom Brady. I respect all of his accomplishments, but dude, you have 10 freaking Super Bowl appearances. Like, that is ridiculous, man. I'm sick of seeing your ass. Plus, I'm still not technically over that um, Super Bowl with Seahawks and Patriots. Like, to me, that was just a horrid play calling on our part to throw that ball on the one-yard line, I believe it was. And it got picked off, and we lost the Super Bowl because of that. And that makes me still mad to this day. And it makes me even madder when, like, ESPN or CBS Sports or Fox Sports, and especially with that freaking Dumb and Dumber announced team of Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I really hope they don't come back for 2021-22 season. They're the most annoying sports broadcasters of all time. Like every single time they're announcing a game, I've got to turn it off or mute it because it's just so God awful annoying listening to them, which uh, hopefully none of y'all are feeling the same way about me. But uh, if you do, um, I'm sorry, but uh, she's um, so Make sure you watch the Super Bowl in two weeks. I believe it's two weeks. Um, let me go check the date on that real quick. The date of this year's Super Bowl is February 7th at 5.30 p.m. And I'm not sure what... I'm not sure what... Um, Time zone that starts. It'll, it'll be Super Bowl all day. That's pretty much the um, oh 5:30 p.m. Central Time. So yay! And I believe it's on CBS, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on CBS, but. Mm. 
It does not say. It literally gives me... Oh, yeah, CBS. At least I think it's CBS. Yeah, CBS. Sweet. So, yeah. CBS, 5.30 Central PM, February 7th. Chiefs, Bucks. Hopefully Tom Brady gets retired this year. Patrick Mahomes, two rings. You know, good stuff, good stuff. Um, also, if you were watching this week's, well, last Sunday's game, you saw something super dope, super cool, super blood pumping, and that was the Kong versus Godzilla trailer. Mm, dude, that movie is going to be amazing. I am a huge King Kong, or I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I watched a lot of the old Toho films from Japan. Um, man, I'm just a huge Godzilla fan. Like, I think all of them have been pretty good to a certain point. Not a huge fan of Mecha Godzilla, just because it, it seems like everything at that time period was like Mecha Godzilla. But he was cool. But it's just like, why? Why do you always got to take down my dude King, my dude Godzilla like that? And I keep wanting to say King Kong. Oh my god, um, I'm so pumped for that movie though. I don't know really what the entire story is, but Millie Bobby Brown, I believe her name is, is going to be back from uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. So was her dad from that film? I forgot what that actor's name was. I think it's Michael, I know, Kyle Chandler, maybe. I think it's Kyle Chandler, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, He's back in it. Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood is in it. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a good movie. And I hope King Kong doesn't kill Godzilla. I hope Godzilla doesn't kill King Kong either because both of them are just so iconic. Um, it's weird though that this is supposed to be like the end of the MonsterVerse movies, which <clears throat> I think there's only been like three of them. And with God- Kong versus Godzilla, it's only going to be four. But it's you really haven't really introduced anyone except for. Mothra and King Ghidorah, which I'm not sure if there was supposed to be more or not, but it seems like it seems like a really incomplete story for that to be fully over. I don't know. Um, could be just me, you know, unless there's not a lot of people that are like, oh, man, we got more, you know, gods or whatever. I don't know, but uh, I think that's all I've got for today on this episode. Done a lot of ranting and raving, done some reviews, which I'm pretty happy with. Did some up to dates. So, like I said, next week we're gonna have some gonna have a guest on. Don't want to give too many spoilers away. 
Um, make sure you're following the show on Twitter, which is SP Nation 5. And also check out the Facebook page, which is Facebook slash, well, Facebook slash SP underscore nation. So you are up to date on everything that's coming out. And make sure you also follow the full motion, the full motion page on Facebook, which is, what is it? Facebook slash full motion. I think Uh, you'll definitely be able to figure out which one it is though. And also check full motion out on YouTube. Make sure you like subscribe and click the bell. So you know when episodes are going to be updated on the show. Anyways, as always, I'm your host, Scott Piper. I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Stay safe. Bye.